This episode is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Guys, I couldn't hear myself for a second. <laughs> you guys heard how slowly I was talking. I heard myself way too loud in my headphones. This episode is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. I just won fucking big last night. Um, Anthony Pettis, Anthony Showtime Pettis knocked out Wonder Boy. I called it. It was an underdog. I led you guys down the right path again over at mybookie.ag, dude. We're having fun. I had $25 in free play. Uh, I put the 25 on Showtime to win. Him being the underdog, it was 25 risk, uh, which was really zero risk for me because it was free play. And then uh, $80 win, so I won $80. I had $80 on my account. When you get free play, you don't get that $25 back when you win like you usually would. So I turned around and put it on um, the fights this upcoming weekend. Uh, I forget the, forget the people that are fighting this weekend. I'll have to get back to you guys on the Wednesday um, episode. But yeah, mybookie.ag, guys. Go to the link below. Click on that link. And when you make your first deposit, anything up to... $1,000, I believe, uh, my bookie's matching at 50%. Anything up to $1,000. So if you deposit $1,000, they're going to deposit 1000 And you'll have, um, oh, I'm sorry, no. Anything up to $2,000, which, and they'll match at 50%. So if you put up $2,000, they'll put 1000 in it. So you'll have $3,000 to play with. It's a lot of fun, guys. Remember, over at mybookie.ag, when you pay, you play, you win, you get paid. Please um, please play responsibly and have a ton over at my bookie. Guys, Soldier Socks is in the house. They're always, always showing love. Uh, we are so grateful to them. I've noticed we got a lot of veteran, cool veteran backings right now, and I'm really proud of that. Um, I've been really digging deep back into my veteran roots, and uh, it's cool. I appreciate everything that these companies do for our service members, um, our brother and sisters overseas. These guys, specifically Soldier Socks, they make some of the highest quality socks that I've ever, the highest quality that I've ever experienced. Um, and when you buy a pair of Soldier Socks, a soldier gets, or, or a service member gets, a pair of socks. So it's very, very cool. It's very self-explanatory, guys. They're doing a great thing over there. Go over and support them. The link in below. You guys can use the code. I believe that one is CAM10. Um, go over and you'll see the code right next to the link in whatever platform box you're listening in. B-Town CBD. Well, you guys know we're using them. We love them. Um, we're smoking on that lifter right now. As of right now, I got this here and we'll probably get into this during the rest of the episode. Um, but yeah, B-Town CBD guys, they're doing it up. They got the strongest salves in the balms that I've ever seen. Um, guys, and we're, we're changing the game over B-Town CBD. If you guys need healing, anxiety, inflammation, depression, all kinds of stuff, come over, see us. We'll get you fitted up with something that should help, should really, really help, guys. Go over, check it out. Code over there is KMW for B-Town CBD. And last but not least, Tattered Beans, guys, we're stoked to be teamed up with them. They're doing such a great thing. Not only, right, when you buy a bag of coffee, do they put a, uh, they put some of that money, some of the profits into a fund for a veteran, but also you can go and submit a veteran. You can go as veteran or a service member or a first responder. You can go and kind of create a fund for them. It's kind of like a GoFundMe. You set up a page for them, and then when you get people to purchase coffee and rally behind them, that service member actually gets a physical check. So you can start like a GoFundMe that's kind of cool. It's more like a fundraiser because you really you get coffee for supporting it. So it's good coffee. It's really good coffee. I had their fourth quarter, um, and, man, it – it put me, brought me to life. I'll tell you that. So, Tattered Beans, man, over there, they're they're doing it great. We're really excited. Um, April first, 
We're going to be doing a special episode where the uh, the earner is going to be on the show April 1st at like 7 a.m. We're going to do the whole thing, video. I'm going to make it good. Uh, his name is Jason, and you guys, he's got a very, very interesting story, and I'm very, very grateful uh, that I get to have him on and have him tell it, so I'm super excited. All right, what are we getting into this week? Um, I keep saying this week now that I have two shows a week. It's not really this week anymore. Um, I've got a fan-submitted question that is really, really long. Um, so I'll save that one. Being your best self doesn't improve when life comes together. Being your best self starts today. Your situation improves after that. Okay, so that's a thought that I had, and I put a little ramble story up on it on the Instagram um, story. We'll run through it. It's going to be a good episode, guys. Hang in here with me. Check out the new um, intro music. I'm playing around with this one. Tell me what you guys think, and here we go. Life What's up, guys? Welcome back to this episode of the Road to Redemption podcast. It's your boy Cam here. We in this bitch. How are you guys doing? Um, start start right in. I'm not going to do any kind of crazy intro. Um, my week has been a little intense. I found out this week that my cholesterol is like really, really high. I got my blood work back from being on TRT. Um, do labs like every three to four months and... My tea looked fine, everything looked good, but man, my cholesterol was really high. They said that I have the cholesterol of like a 45-year-old dude who's starting to become obese. Um, and it's just life choices, man. I stopped stopped lifting like three months ago. I haven't really done any type of MMA-type training in about a month. I've just been so busy uh, with all the podcasting, and like I, I barely sleep, and I have you know, my, my youngest daughter is only five months old, so she doesn't sleep a ton. And the week that I got my labs back, I had just come off seeing my daughter, my oldest daughter, um, in Indiana. And, you know, that's always fast food and running on energy drinks and no sleep. So, I mean, it wasn't ideal, but it, it was a nice little wake up call to go, okay, dude, you know, you're 27 now. You're not 20. You're not bouncing back from this kind of shit like you used to. And, Man, it scared me. I honestly, when they told me, they were like, yeah, man, that's actually something you need to worry about. You've got to go back and you got to start doing muscle um, gaining exercises and, you know, you got to get active again. You got, excuse me, you got to stop eating like shit. You know, you got to get your shit together. And I'm such a hypochondriac when I hear shit like that. They're like, yeah, man, you know, high cholesterol can lead to heart disease. I now think that I'm going to have a heart attack at any second and keel over and croak. So... It's just the way that my brain works. So, man, it's been kind of taxing on me. It's been taxing this week. Um, but I know what i got to do tomorrow. I've got to, you know, be back in the gym bright and early, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, I'm not feeling great. My stomach has felt terrible all night long. Um, it's just been one of those weeks, you know. It's been one of those weeks. i got a vacation coming up, so I think everything that's happening, it kind of seems worse because I know that I've got a couple days rest coming up. Um but yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on with me. So you guys will see. I'll, I'll be talking a lot more about my fitness life now because I've got to get back into it. I've got to start training again, muscle training, you know, strength training, and also um, doing the Muay Thai. I kind of left the jiu-jitsu alone, just realized it's not my thing. My body can't really hold up 
to it right now uh with everything else i've got going on so it's all good it's all love you know we'll we'll pull it together we'll pull it together um i want to read off a fan submitted question i thank you so much for this um we shouldn't have a super long episode tonight i want to give it to you and um start your monday off maybe with some some thought food for thoughts and and yeah give you guys some quality stuff to ease into so I didn't know if you could talk about ways you can avoid stress or mental stability by trying not to focus on many different things that haven't happened yet and try to stay in the present and not take the good days, quote unquote good days, for granted. I don't know if you've talked about it, just a thought, because I thought I just find myself to worked up over the little things in front or in life and I don't quite see the big picture too often constantly stressing out about what's going to happen quote unquote what's going to happen or what's what happens if I do this if you had some motivation to living in the now so living in the now is hands down one of my biggest struggles uh, in this life I have a very hard time just being present in the now I'm not worrying about what's coming in the future I'm not worrying about what's happened in the past I'm just doing what I can now now that has been a game changer for me when I've learned that all you can do in a moment is you can only make the next right decision possible right so whatever you have to do you're looking at an opportunity you, you have the right thing to do, and then usually you have the easier thing to do that would probably get it done, but it's not really the right thing to do. I used to take the latter. I used to take the easier of the two. So for right now, if you're in a spot in life where you really just, you're questioning everything. You have no idea what's left. You don't know what's right. You don't know where you stand on some things. You don't know what the hell you're doing here. You're trying to figure out everything. You're probably... Usually when people start to question themselves like this, um, you know, what am I doing? What's happening? What's going on here? You know, what am I mate? What am I meant for? Usually a few things have happened. Either you've recently lost a relationship, and I'm not saying this is the case for this person, um, and I'll read their name off here in a second once I find it. Um, it's usually you just lost a relationship that you were in for a significant period of time and it's you're kind of going through some pain and maybe you're coming out of that pain and now you're going through self-assessment periods of okay what could I have done you know what what did they leave me for okay you know they said that they left me because I wasn't goal-driven enough or I wasn't ambitious enough so you know what's what's my purpose in life let me get that figured out and and you find on a on a journey like that, I realized that when I stopped, I used to search inside myself to see if I had what it took to be what the other person wanted. So I was always going, okay, well, what's next? Okay, well, if I get this good job, then this person will be proud of me. And then when they're proud of me, my life will be good. But it was never good because I would do the things that I was thinking I needed to do for X, Y, and Z to be proud of me, and then I would get there, they were proud of me, and I was miserable because I wasn't being real and authentic to myself. So the best advice I can give you on this is when you are in this time, you're in a time of self-reflection. That's exactly where you are, and that's the best place to be. No one will teach you your life's lessons better than you will teach yourself, right? You know yourself. You know the things that you struggle with. So... 
Okay, what happens next? Well, what does happen next? What's your goal? What are you trying to get towards? Until you know that, you'll never know what comes next because you don't even know what you're planning for. Um, it, some days, uh, I think a part of the question, let me pull it back up. What was the very first thing? Um, how to not take the good days for granted, right? So you're going to have days on this road. Um, for me, with the social media and the podcasting, you're going to have days where, you know, the likes come in and the analytics come back good that week and the show does well and you get a lot of messages of people telling you, you know, that they're loving the show and you're doing great, right? You're you're taking those for granted in your mind because you're thinking, yeah, well, this is going to happen. Eventually, someone will come along and they won't like what I'm doing. Yeah, that's always going to be the case. So when you're worrying more about like taking the good days for granted, that's only because you're not living in the now, but you've self-identified that. So I would say take your own advice. Listen, read that question back that you asked me and realize that you have the answers inside of yourselves. You answered your own question, essentially, by understanding that you're taking the good days for granted and you're not living in the now, well, guess what? Now you know how to do that. So easy ways to, um, now that you've realized that what you're attempting to do is live in the now, easy ways to do that. Uh, meditation is fantastic. If you guys don't meditate, I highly recommend it. Um, I'm planning on meditating tomorrow for the first time in a long time. Um, you know, meditate, do the things that I don't recommend like watching TV and stuff like that is, is a form of meditation because yes, they can be mindless and that's kind of where you want to get to. You want to get to a place where your mind is going into autopilot, but you want it to be a controlled situation that's set up for digging deep into your subconscious. So that's going to really help you being in the moment. Like I talked last week, grounding, taking your shoes and socks off and going and walking outside barefooted through the dirt. That's a great way to really get in touch with the now. Um, the other thing is call somebody. Um, one of my best ways that I really try to live in the now is I call my dad and my dad is a very good person to talk to when you need to be in the now. Cause my dad's not going to let you go left of center from where you are. He's not going to let you talk about what you're going to do. And he doesn't really want to hear about what you've done. He wants to know what are you doing? What are you actively doing? Okay. This is your situation. Cool. What are you doing about it? Nothing, then stop complaining. That's kind of how my dad is. Um, you know, you don't get to complain about things that you're not, not actively working towards. And that was a big thing for me, too, is realize that at some point, we stop living in the now solely by complaining. Complaining took up so much of my time. Well, I have to do this tomorrow, and I got to go back and do this, and well, I got to go back to the gym, and I have to start eating healthier, and I got to go to work, and it's all this stuff, and it's all this shit that I can't do, and restrictions, and that's, and you're worrying, well, I got to do this tomorrow. Well, you're pulling yourself out of the now. Well, I get now. I have right now. We all ruin our weeks by Sunday night because we're talking about what we have to do Monday morning, but now you've ruined your entire day. You're off day that you should be relaxing and recovering and spending time with your family because you were worried about Monday. Don't worry about Monday. Enjoy. I personally have found the hardest things for me to enjoy are the good days because I'm always waiting for the other foot to drop. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, this is great, but what's going to happen? You know what? Tomorrow I'm going to get a call saying that, you know, 
back child support got doubled or, you know, I'm always waiting on something. But one of the things that I realized is the energy that you put out is so important. You want to keep your vibration high because then you attract high vibration back. So again, when you're living in the moment and you're grateful, that's one way I found to really stay in the moment. Find everything in a moment that you're super, super grateful for. And that helps you really stay grounded. It helps you really stay grounded because when you're grateful for things, you want to experience them longer and you have a deeper appreciation for them. So you're not worrying about what's to come or what was. You're grateful to just be where you are at that moment. Uh, And for me, nothing can really change that as far as living in the moment. I have a lot of people in my life that I don't get to see as often as I would like. So when I'm with them, they really help me come back to a moment Um, because I see like my mom right? My mom is my mother. I've known her my entire life. And when I see her now, it's different because I, I see her today. I don't see her how I see her in my mind right now. Obviously my mother's aged. Um, it was just her 53rd birthday, um, a couple of days ago, let's say the 24th, two days ago. So it was her 53rd birthday. You know, my mother's aged, but in my mind, she still looks the same way that she did when I was a kid. She's my mom, right? It, so being around people like that really, really help um, bring you in the now. And once you once you realize what it is to truly be in the now, people want to act like it's, it's got to be this real, uh, almost paranormal experience where your mind is clear. No. Sometimes being in the now for me, the most time I spend in that way is anxiety attack. I'm like, okay, I'm in this. I feel this way. But... When I'm in this, I've been here before, I'm not going to die, breathe, inhale, all you can do is take that breath in, inhale, in this moment, I'm good, exhale, in this moment, I'm good, you take everything moments at a time, and then eventually, you know, your anxiety subsides, and you go back to living uh, living a, uh, a good day, if you didn't let it bum you out that you just had an anxiety attack, one thing that used to send me off the rails a lot. I would have an anxiety attack and then I'd be fucked up for the rest of the day because I'm like, man, I hadn't had one in like two weeks. Now I had one. What if I have another one? And I just, it's off. So you really want to just focus, man. Don't, don't worry about the kind of shit that doesn't serve you to worry about in that moment. If you have a problem that needs to be solved, solve it. And I've said it a thousand times. If you could do something about it, do it. If you can't, don't stress about it because it's going to do you no good to stress. Uh, it just it doesn't serve you in any way to stress. So I hope that uh, helps a little bit. Let's let's see what the next one is. Being your best self doesn't improve when life comes together. Being your best self starts today. Your situation improves after that. Well, that goes back to really living in the now. Um, let me restart the camera real quick. Uh, living in the now is living your best life now. So in every moment, I, I noticed that a lot of people on Instagram specifically on on social media are like well my life is going to become what what it's supposed to be when i have this house and this many kids and this spouse and this car and this job then my life is starts to come together then that's when i'm i start to feel happy well no um you start to feel happy on the day that you decide what your life is going to be so the day that i decided hey i'm going to have to work my balls off for three years to get to a place where i can build a sustainable life here in tennessee that also includes my daughter while making enough money to support everyone while also not 
wanting to rip my hair out because I work at a nine to five job that I fucking hate all the time. I I started again in the now and I started becoming my best self then. I started realizing that the way that I treated people, um, the way that I treated people on when things were bad, money was bad and my intentions and what I was willing to do for money. When, when I focused more on my problems and not on how the actions I was taking was going to affect the world as a whole, I was never getting good results because I was so like, well, I'll get my shit together and I'll start improving these qualities of my life that I need to work on. But I'll do that when life comes together, when the job gets easier and the stress has come off me. And then one day I realized, no, 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 no. It's not the way that works. You become a good person. You develop the characteristics of someone who deserves a life like what you're putting together. And then you put the work behind it to make those things happen. Here you go. Then life starts to turn around. When you start making the little decisions every single day to just do what you know you have to do. For me, my cholesterol is high, right? They, they told me, if you guys listened to the beginning, my cholesterol is insanely high. So if I wake up tomorrow and decide to stay in bed, can I then allow myself to sit and feel bad when I have an anxiety attack worrying about what my health is going to be? No. I can get my ass up at 6 o'clock in the morning and I can go to the fucking gym and I can work out, come home and say, you know what? I put a deposit in my sacrifice bank today. I put a deposit in the bank of why I deserve to be where I'm going to be in life because I got my fucking ass up when I had something to do. That's what makes things change. That's living your best life. Not, I don't get to the good lab results by sitting around and hoping that my lab results get better. I have to wake up early. I have to do the shit I have to do. And then I have to go to work and handle my business. I just now have an extra fucking step I need to do. But where did I learn how to persevere through that? This three-year battle with my daughter? It's always just been one drive at a time. Just get in the car and start driving. Whether you make it the four and a half hours or not, you can't control that. If you get a flat tire, if, you know, whatever happens, you can't control that. One drive at a time, one mile at a time. I know it's the corny, like, fast and furious thing, living life one quarter mile at a time. But there was a point in my life when I really did live that way. You know, when I drove down to Tennessee the very first time from living in Cincinnati, Ohio, I was driving in a, a old farm truck that my buddy gave me that he said, hey, man, this thing's going to shit out at any point. You know, we really don't know when we don't know what's going to go wrong with it. It runs well, but it's old and we haven't really taken care of it. And I was literally just going, well, you know, it's a four and a half hour drive. So every mile that I make it is one less mile, I guess, that I would have to pay the tow guy. So I was grateful for every mile that I made. And then when I pulled up to my destination, I was like, oh, fuck, I made it. Right? It's the same way. Um, you know, it, it's finding out how you know how to deal. You're going to find that you deal with life very, very different. Right? When I was in jail... The only way that I could actually deal in jail was to walk back and forth, pace, count. If I walk this many steps, that takes me this long. So if I do that this many times, that's an hour. If I do that this many times, that's an hour times 12. I need to do it this many times, that's a day. So if I walk this many, that, then I have some sense of time because I don't have a clock, I don't have anything, and I need something to focus my attention and my mind towards. Similar similar um how long we've been going 23 minutes here let's see 
see if we got anything else. The next one I might want to keep for next week just because fuck it. Because why not? My issues with confidence and finishing things was mainly no one ever needed me or was looking for me. So, yeah, let's talk about it. I got about five minutes to kill here. I was looking at my life and I looked at, like, why I never... Why was it so hard for me to start jujitsu? Why was it so hard for me to ask the, my trainer to help me in Muay Thai? Why did I stop going to the gym? And I realized that anything that I've ever done as far as an academic or not academic, but as an athlete, right? I never really excelled. So at football, I didn't excel. Um, so I quit because, you know, if I showed up to practice, great. You know, I got to run with the second or third team, but no one looked for me on Fridays. I wasn't the cool guy. Like I wasn't the one that was uh, being talked about in our town's newspapers on Friday. I didn't play. I wasn't a great quarterback. Um, wrestling, I was good, but I, I never stuck with it long enough to be great. Baseball, same thing. And it was always that thing. Is just, I was never the cool guy. I probably had the talent to be as good if not better than most of the guys that I played with but my thing was I wanted to be the guy that everyone thought was their friend so I would do shit to make you laugh and like me more than I was worried about my athletic abilities because realistically I didn't give a fuck about going to school um, or getting a job being a professional football player I was never that kid I would have rather have been a, a rock star or an actor or something like that it's just who I was that's what my hobby interests um, were so when I realized recently, when I was like, man, you know, I quit jujitsu again. And it was one of those things where I had to honestly look at it and go, well, I stopped doing jujitsu because I, I didn't really feel like I was needed. I like being in places where I feel like I'm needed. Those guys really helped me feel like I was a part of their team and they really were very welcoming. But it was one of those things where like, yeah, jujitsu is a solo sport. I like to be needed. I like to, to feel like I'm contributing to something so Muay Thai I kind of get that because it's one-on-one -on -one with my coach um, but also now this cholesterol thing I'm kind of looking at it as a blessing because I needed a reason to be back in the gym working out again uh, I needed to feel needed well guess what my family fucking needs me so now I'm working in the gym pushing weight around again because my fucking family needs me so now I have a purpose again and that's one thing that I really notice helps with my PTSD a lot is when I have an objective, that's the biggest downfall that I think a lot of vets have when they come home is either when they come home or when they get out of the military, they have no objective. When you're in the military, every minute, every hour, every everything is laid out for you. You know what time to be there, what to be wearing, how long you're roughly going to be there, and what you're going to be doing. You have some idea. So when you come home from a deployment or you get off of active duty status or you come, you know, you ETS, you get out of the military, one day the calls stop. The missions stop coming in. The objectives are not there anymore. So now you have to do a bunch of things, either get a job, be a good father, whatever your objective is. Most guys don't have that when they first get out or get home. And their first thing is they usually have a good amount of time on, of leave build up where they're still being paid for it. So they sit around and they start drinking and they start fucking off. And then that turns into a way of life and a habit be just because simply they did not find a new objective. I believe um, that you always have to have some sort of objective to be chasing. And if you don't have one, life will give you one, right? My cholesterol is not something that, you know, realistically I'm going to have a heart attack tonight, God willing. 
fucking that I, you know, I'm not going to have a heart attack tonight, but it now gives me an objective for something that I've been looking for a reason, right? I've been looking for a reason. I've been itching to get back in the gym, but I could not find something that would made me just light that spark. Guess what? I got a spark, and I'm going to be in the gym. You guys will see it if you're following the Instagram, at official. Go over, check it out. I'm going to be taking pictures first thing in the morning, man. I'm getting my ass back in the gym. It's not a 75-day hard challenge. I'm not challenging you guys um, to do anything or start a fucking hashtag, but if there's something that you know you need to do today, this Monday, do it. Don't fucking sit around. If you're if you were looking for a sign, here's your fucking sign, right? Uh, Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy style. Here's your fucking sign. If you know you have something on your mind right now that's pressing on you to do it, go fucking do it. Here's your sign. Go do it. No excuses. Get it the fuck done. Don't feel bad for yourself. Don't sit around and talk about how now you have more shit you got to do. No. You got work to do. Go fucking do it on this Monday, right? Get out there. Go take care of business. I'm going to talk to you guys later. Guys, please subscribe to everything. Leave reviews. Tell your friends about it. Share this podcast. Let's get this thing growing even more than it already is. I love you guys, and I will talk to you on the next episode on Wednesday, uh, which I'm off. So you guys should have a really quality, dope um, episode coming to you, not only now, but on Wednesday as well. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later.